Hey, and welcome to the Guide Culture Podcast. It is Catherine and May May hey here today. Guys. We have a special series teaching and talking about all about guide method. Yes, top to bottom. It's actually an acronym and we don't feel like a lot of people know that. And guide method, it helps you kind of create a customized message mm-hmm. uh, for you that you can kind of use and filter throughout all your conversations. So this is a way to have a conversation and get someone into a buying decision. Exactly. We find that a lot of entrepreneurs, if not all entrepreneurs, feel so passionate about what they do that sometimes it can be hard to have that magnetic message that really draws people in to be like, I want to buy from you and I want to buy what you have. I want, I want all of it because of the message that you constantly are putting out. And that's what we help entrepreneurs do. Yes, we're so excited. So we are going to talk a little bit about handling doubts today. And, you know, it's not a part of the acronym that we just uh, talked about over the last series. What's really cool about handling doubts, we kind of put it over to the side because it actually happens all the time. It does. People can open with a doubt or a concern or an objection, however you want to say it. They'll throw them in throughout the conversation and your ability to handle these. I mean, it is to me, in my opinion, like the determinant of how well your conversations go Mm -hmm. and how good your sales are. And to me, handling doubts is uh, my favorite session I teach a little bit of the technique and I just get so freaking fired up because it was like the one thing that was so hard for me that became my favorite thing when when I learned how to do it. And Mm -hmm. that's been the case for a lot of people, a lot of our students as well. And I really think this session alone is worth the cost of admission so easily. It is. So maybe you've gotten someone that said, hey, how much time does this take? And maybe you've also had someone say, I don't have time for that. Same thing. In guide culture land, they're equally... An objection. Yes. Now they might, we're going to talk about different types of concerns and objections. Those are still the same concern. Think about that. One was a question. One was a straight up statement that objected to your thing. You can handle them the exact same way that actually moves the conversation forward. And we're, it's so empowering to not, to still believe in the value, no matter what the objection is, and to have a formula for handling it. Yeah, and you know, when you get a doubt, like for us in Guide Culture Land, like Kat said, we actually use this as a reason to move forward on something. Mm-hmm. We get so excited about objections because that usually is a case that someone is actually interested, usually. Yeah. Well, really just because someone's talking to you. The fact that they're talking to you and saying, hey, I, I'm not so sure if I have enough time or how much time does it take. That means they're actually interested. They've I mean, thought about it. They've thought about it. Mm-hmm. You know, let's say you you go to a farmer's market and you see a bunch of tables with, with lots of different things. You see someone has, they're selling apples, someone is selling flour, someone is selling soap. And you go up to the table that you actually are interested in buying in. Mm-hmm. If you're not interested, in the apples you just walk right past it Mm -hmm. but you're interested in the soap and so you ask about the ingredients yep of the soap yeah the homemade soap. are these are these soaps gonna make my skin break out that's an objection you handle it like an objection and i guess a tone or a blanket that i want to lay i don't know you guys but not every objection needs to be um attention filled no not at all so we don't mean objection like they're being rude to you we just mean it is like it is like an object in the way right. of making the sale. Yeah. So just look at it like, oh, 
they they just put a little stick down. I got to step over. We got to pick up the stick. Yes. It's fine. Just an object in the way. Yes. And, you know, if you find yourself thinking of objections as being tension filled, mm-hmm. Chances are they feel that Oof. your prospect feels the tension and they're like, wait, 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 I wasn't coming to have tension. Like, wait, should I have tension Okay, now? this is so interesting <laughs> you say this because when I was new in guide culture mm-hmm. and I was starting to grow my own, you know, social media presence and figuring out how to sell on Instagram, yeah. I was actually coming off very defensive. Really? Based on objections and stuff. Like, wow. oh, you think that this business is like this. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to come at it like this and defend it and wow. quote, build the value. But what I had to be checked on was, hey, you're coming off a little defensive instead wow. of offensively building the value of what it actually is you have. Now, did someone tell you that or you checked yourself? Someone checked me. Wow. Yeah. That's well, awesome. I was paying someone to check me. It was a coach. Oh, wow. But there's the power of that accountability and someone to look at you and say, hey, you know, I see what you're doing. The message is fine. Yeah. There's a way to handle objections that is very offensive. Wow. Not offensive. Playing the offense Playing the and offense. building the value for yeah. them instead of them feeling like, gosh, I never said that that was the yeah. thing, but now you're feeling defensive. So mm-hmm. there's actually a way to feel very confident about the object that's in the way, which is an objection. Man, that is so good. And what this is actually, I think, kind of telling everybody, which is really good news, is that simply by changing the way you think yep. about objections will change the way people see you, the way yep. you handle things, yep. and really will change your reputation and your yes. credibility. Yes, exactly. Just by the way you think. Because Easy. if you can, if you, when you believe in the value of what you have, and you just know mm-hmm. you have that certainty, that roaring confidence of a lion, you are going to come off like, oh, that's not a big deal. It's just a stick in the way. Yeah. You're a good fit. Mm-hmm. This is how we're going to get the stick out of the way. It's no big deal. Mm-hmm. You come off so confident yeah. and that gives them ease of mind that, oh, it really isn't a big deal. Yeah. It's so clear to me how we can fix it and overcome that. Yeah. We're going to talk in a little bit about genuine objections versus people just throwing stuff at you yeah to make you go away yeah they're different totally so we have a four-step process it's four d's of handling doubts and you know there's actually so much more that goes into this uh, but this is going to be a great starting point for you guys Mm -hmm. to handling concerns yep the first d is to diffuse diffuse Mm. the concerned have you ever been in a conversation where I actually just experienced this the other day, which is so funny. I don't know what I was saying. I was like, you know, I think that, you know, this might be, you know, not the best material to be able to do this. And they instantly were like, yes, it is. Oh, You know, yeah, just instantly were like corrected, which I, of course I want to be thinking correctly, but I think no one really wants to be corrected right off the bat, right? Correct. They want a little, what we call a little cushion, a little, yeah. a little like soft place to just feel like, hey, I hear you. Yeah. Another way of that happening is like, you're wrong. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. That doesn't feel good. No, it doesn't Not feel good. Not good for the chemistry. It doesn't feel good. Yeah. What's really cool about kind of diffusing concerns, especially in the guide culture team, you know, we all think, you know, have opinions and think Mm -hmm. about things differently. I always can tell that everybody comes with a very strong cushion, like making everybody feel heard, making everybody feel like, Hey, your thoughts really valid. Mm -hmm. Hey, this is really, you know, a great idea. And then very softly kind of move in a direction of building the value in a different way. And it 
oh, I know what's happening, but it just feels so good. It really preserves it's the a culture. Human thing. Yeah. It is a human thing to diffuse. I mean, think about what it would look like. Have you ever been in a conversation maybe with someone you're in a relationship with, a husband, you know, a wife, a spouse, anything like that. And someone maybe just looks at you and they say, you know, I actually really get it. Mm. I get what you're saying. I don't necessarily agree with you, but I get it mm -hmm. where you're coming from. Yeah. That feels so good. It's the best. It's, it is a human thing Literally, and it's very easy not to do. One of the deepest things people want is just to be heard. One million. Yeah. So being that person to help them be heard. Yeah. It's, it's really an honor to be able to do that. You know, a phrase I've heard a lot lately is giving something space, holding space. Oh, so you're almost holding space for their feeling. Yeah. And then you're as the professional, as the conversation, you know, kind of controller in a good way, obviously you're able to navigate it toward the value that needs to be built. I love that. So you're diffusing it. And then like Macy was saying about the guide culture team, since we all practice this is we've, we decide we're on the same team. Yeah. It is a decision where there's no other option, mm -hmm. no matter what the opinion is, we're on the same team. It's mm -hmm. not right versus wrong. Right. It's not a fight about, you know, who needs to have the final say. It's not like no. that. No. Um, so being on the same team and having that mentality from start to finish is actually going to be much more enjoyable in the way it's just going to feel good forever. Yes. You know, our team, our goal is to make guide culture great and get it to as many people as possible. Mm -hmm. And we're on the same team in that sense. You're on the same team and to help them win your prospect yes. win that you want for them, what you would want for yourself, what you would mm -hmm. want for your mom, what you would want for your sister, you want for them as if it were your own life. And so deciding that you're on their team really mm -hmm. and their partner and helping them have a better life. Yep. Um, the way that we like to paint this, um, in our training is you're sitting on opposite sides of the table. And the second you really decide you're on the same team, you switch to the same side of the table and figure it out together. It feels so good. Yeah. It's not, it's not that across yeah. the table, across your arms. Kind yeah, of the, second, the second you start seeing your prospect as your opponent is that's something it's a we, huge red flag. Yeah. 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 That's something we got to check mm -hmm. um, because people want to do business with people that are on the same team. Absolutely. Yeah. So important. So first is diffuse, then decide you're on the same team. And then we go into determined. So we determine two things. We determine what, what type of concern it is and then how to handle the concern. Mm -hmm. So there's actually lots of different types of concerns and we want to go into this in another podcast um, more deep, but just a, a couple, these are just a few actually, there's something called a, a bias concern. Mm -hmm. So uh, someone might say, um, you know, I just heard that you just working virtually is just never an option. It's just not good for you. Mm -hmm. You need to like just really be able to have an office somewhere mm -hmm. to go to. Yeah. It's just like they heard that somewhere. Right. It's just bias. They don't have any facts from that. It's still a real concern. Yeah. You handle it the same exact way, but knowing that, hey, you probably have a lot of evidence to where that's not true and you can show that in a very soft way. Yeah. Um, and then there's also ones like things that are just half thought out mm -hmm. where someone might say, you know, I'm pretty sure I saw somewhere that that ingredient's really bad for you. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure I saw that. Yeah. It's just not completely mm. looked into wouldn't hold up mm -hmm. truly in, in even a conversation, much less a courtroom. Yeah. yeah. And a great example of this is like, let's say you have a symptom and you start Googling it 
and you just know the prescription you need to fix the symptom and you go into the doctor's office and you're like, hey, I will look on Web, WebMD. This is the medicine I need. This is what's wrong with me. And the doctor has so much knowledge that he's like, hey, I hear you. This is actually what you need. And he has so much knowledge to back it up because he really knows his stuff. And mm-hmm. that's kind of the relationship here is that the person might do some research and might hear something somewhere, but you have so much knowledge to be able to say, hey, you know, I'm proud of you for doing some research. Here's what's really going to help you. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, one of the best types of concerns is honestly a genuine one. Yep. Now they're all real. We're going to treat them as if they're the realest thing ever to that person. Mm-hmm. A genuine concern is like, hey, I don't know how I'm going to find childcare. So genuine. So that I can make time to work my business, so that I can make time to write my book, so I can make time to come to guide culture or whatever. And they're all, it's genuine. You can actually work truly together to figure it out. And the reason that this is so important, you guys, is because a lot of times people come to us, a lot of our students will ask us, hey, someone is ghosting me. Mm-hmm. Someone is not engaging in the conversation very well. Mm-hmm. Something's just off their maybe their concerns are all over the place and usually those just aren't genuine there's something hidden there there's Mm -hmm. something that they're not saying there's a bias maybe that they have to where they're not truly giving the conversation they're all yeah and um genuine concerns are usually those people who will get on the phone with you they will do a discovery call they will respect your time that's just what i found yeah people with genuine concerns are not just throwing stuff against the wall to make you go away Yes. Because not every objection means that they want to buy. Yes. That is really a huge message there. Yes. I love a good genuine concern. There's more, but that's where we'll stop for now. Mm -hmm. And then you determine how you're going to handle it. We have four ways that you can determine how to handle a concern. Um, And they are amazing tools in your back pocket to be able to use. And and you can kind of pair uh, how to handle with the type of concern, which is super helpful to be able to have. Exactly. The last and the final D is do, and that is to move forward and to continue to build the value. This really goes back to the I of increased value yep. of just like that workhorse of that, giving those three pieces of information that people need to buy, giving uh, the information the brain needs to be able to understand what you have and just continue to build the value based on the concern that they have. Yeah. So the way this looks is you get on the same team, you you understand where they're coming from. You don't wallow in this objection with them. You don't tell them how valid it is. You don't tell them how hard it is, how life is, all the things you understand. You you make the agreement, all the stuff, and then you move forward. That is what we find is the hardest part for people in objections is like, well, we're down. How do we get back up? This is how you get back up. You can actually build that five-part wow statement to move the value forward and re-get that same pageness Mm -hmm. to vibe again. Yes. Because an objection could be just a question. It's not always this big issue. Yes. Um, and so you don't actually have to stay there for more than a minute. Yeah. I think people confuse wallowing with empathy. Mm. We're not saying to not have empathy. You uh, absolutely no. have empathy. Yeah. You don't wallow in it with them and kind of cry with them. You help them see the value of what their life could be. Yep. Always. Yep. So to give you the big picture of handling doubts, you diffuse the concern, decide you are on the same team, determine what type of concern and how to handle the concern. And lastly, you do and you move forward and continue to build the value. Hey, if you have never really heard objections being talked about like this and you're like, man, I wish I just could do that in my sleep. There's absolutely a way to be so excited about concerns 
handle them like a boss and actually use them to make sales quicker mm. and easier. I actually just had an idea that the people have got to know. What? We talk about when to handle them too. Yeah. And oh, one yeah. of those is to handle them before they ever happen. Oof. Now, warning fam, what you don't want to do is plant yeah. a doubt in someone's head that you may assume is there. Yeah. What you can do is handle it on Instagram, on your stories, oh, man. maybe on your podcast, or mm-hmm. anywhere where people can say, oh, you know, someone else has had a question about how how much time this takes. Mm -hmm. Let me address this for everyone. And then you can just put out one big, amazing statement Mm -hmm. about how it's so much worth their time. Yes. And then you can handle the objection before it even happens. Then people can buy quicker, which is another way your time is saved. Let me tell you the amount of, I can't, that is like the biggest win in guide culture is how much time you save when you understand humans and you Mm -hmm. understand how to speak to them. It is life changing. I know when the right people are buying quicker, there's really no way to lose as long as you're producing the value that you say you do. Woof. Absolutely. So goodness. Yeah. So uh, message us on Instagram just to save time and to see if it's a good fit for you at the guide culture. We would love to chat and get you in a guide culture session and start the process of really mastering your sales skills.